Hello and welcome back to Ball Blab from our college dorms. I'm Nate here with Jason doing this remotely. <laughs> yes sir yeah a little bit of a different setup but you know college is great but we got to get this episode out in light of big news in the Red Sox world Nate take it away yeah I'm Bloom he has been canned fired at just about the same time as Dave Dombrowski was fired I mean I think it's almost ex been exactly four years since the day that Dombrowski was fired it's kind of crazy I believe Bloom got fired yesterday, which was September 14th. I think Dombrowski wasn't quite the 14th, but he was like the 10th or the 11th, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say Bloom was that. a little bit later. Bloom was a little bit later, but it was around the same time, like at the end of the season where the team wasn't going to make the playoffs and it was clear a new voice was needed in the front office. And, you know, I mean, let's, let's dive into it right now, right? Um it's interesting because were they going to let him spend this off season or were they not going to allow him to do anything this off season? It, it, and it goes to show that maybe his hands weren't tied. Cause that was a theory I had before. Like was, were Heinblum's hands tied and was that why he was getting a bunch of, uh, I'm gonna, I'll say it, a bunch of shit from the fans. What were his hands tied? This decision leads me to believe no. And what do you now mean we're hands getting tied exactly. Sorry. Hands tied, I mean, like, you know, ownership saying, oh, you can only spend, you can't spend uh, big, on big free agents, you can't, um, okay. like, basically saying, yeah, you can't spend, you can't get this guy, you can't get that guy, this guy's too expensive. It goes to show that this, that was probably not the case. And at the end of the day, it's not, it's, it doesn't look good on your resume when you finish in last place, presumptively maybe three out of your four years as um, president of baseball operations, you know, for, you know, this, this year is either going to be fourth or fifth, but it's not going to look good. And that's probably Currently, why sorry. the Red Sox wanted to move on from him because this off season, there are a bunch of free agents, a lot of free agents starting pitching. And that's the biggest need of this ball club. And they probably weren't confident. They, as in like ownership and higher ups, were probably not confident that Heinblum could get, uh, you know, pull the trigger on some free agents, or any trades, quite frankly, because now there are reports that Heimblum could have made several moves at the deadline. It was leaked. A lot of these moves were leaked. We'll get into it later, but Heimblum did not pull the trigger because he was con too conservative on some players and ultimately didn't want to upset the fan base. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great points there, Jason. Currently, right now, the Red Sox are 74 and 73. They are tied exactly with the Yankees for last place. It's funny, my move-in day for college, uh, I go to Endicott College here in Beverly, Jason, Syracuse University, and, well, Syracuse. But anyway, my move-in day was August 26th. They won that day. But since that date of August 26th, since I've basically been here at college, the, their record has been 6-12. And there really hasn't been any BS recovery like they've done all year. They've just been bad. I think they had a little three-game winning streak where they took two out of three against Kansas City, but that's been it. And come on, it's Kansas City. That's a bare minimum. Besides, and you lost the first the game first by game. double digits. Yeah, they lost the first game by double digits. Which is pathetic, so by the way. Matter. Oh, yeah, awful. Like, I think them taking two out of three barely makes up for it. I think that's the only series they've won since I've gone to college anyway, because they, they, they dropped two out of three to the Dodgers. 
Then they got swept by the Astros. And I think when they got swept by the Astros, that one that was when I was like, okay, they're done. Because I think by then they were six games out and also taking a look at the wild card standings. They're currently tied with the Yankees, thanks to them losing three out of four to a team that they've dominated all year. Um, and for being seven and a half out of the third wild card that is held by the Seattle Mariners right now. And yeah, I mean, this team has truly been sinking. They've really sunk to rock bottom at this point. And yeah, I think it makes perfect sense for the GM to be gone. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you there. The one thing that I'm very curious to um, find out is what they get, what they're going to do with Cora. Cause I don't think Cora's job safe either. Because I mean, ownership loves Cora. Sam Kennedy loves Cora. They all love Cora. That's why they ultimately brought him back. If they're going to bring a new GM or president of baseball ops, why won't they let him choose the guy to manage? Right? Because th- they didn't let Heim Bloom do it, and look what happened. Mm-hmm. Very, they were very disconnected. And that, that's a good point you're bringing. They up. Ve- yeah, point. they they clearly were not on the same page throughout since 2021 right they were not on the same page so if if the new gm brings in a new manager they'll be on the same page and hopefully they'll result in better in a better product on the field and better reaction off the field and i think we just need a new coaching staff because a lot yes. of there've been a lot of mental mistakes there've been oh a lot oh my god it's it's it, it, there've been a lot of errors I think oh. I think a lot of it to blame is coaching. Yeah. I think a lot I think a lot of it goes into like how they how they prepare for games in spring training. I think a lot of it is to like third base coach. I think it's time to move on from Fabulous. He's been with the organization for years and years and years. I think he used to be like the uh manager of the Greenbrill Drive. What is the Greenbrill Drive? Uh, but at the time they were like the A affiliate. They were the A affiliate of the uh, Red Sox because it used to oh. remember how it used to be three A. Yeah, okay. three. It used three to go seven. Lowell. Well, actually, funny you bring it up. It used to go Lowell, Greenville, Salem. Now it's Salem, Greenville, Portland, Portland Double A. Yeah. So yeah, he used to be the manager of the drive, the Greenville Drive. Yes. And I think it's time you move on from him. And I think yeah. I think I think you need a complete new voice i think you need new coaches i think if you do that and you get a couple free agents if you get a front-end starter you trade some of your prospects and that that's another thing about heim bloom heim bloom was not able to identify the he was prospects. a prospect quarter he was yes. a prospect like quarter. ben I sherrington it's 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 to a ridiculous extent i get having a good farm system and looking at what dombrowski did but you can't hoard i mean you see it in real life hoarding is a problem like People who hoard are seen as crazy, and I think it's crazy for Heimblum to hoard these prospects and just completely immobilize them, and it's just bad. It's it's really bad. Yeah, and and what I was getting to before, I think Heimblum is not a, is not he was not able to identify the prospects versus the suspects, right? He was just hoarding yeah. all of them. Oh yes, and it, I, he was a lot being of it literally too cautious. Ben Sherrington, he was a Ben Sherrington. He was very. But he was he was I wouldn't say a poor versions Ben Sherrington. Ben Sherrington actually the biggest difference is Sherrington spent the money on B level guys, right? 
Because in 2020, no, not 2025, 2015, he got Hanley Ramirez and Pablo Sandoval while the young core was developing to have veteran guys alongside him. 2013, they did the same thing. Charrington signed a bunch of B-level guys while they were in a rebuild so they can get that veteran leadership. They signed, like, what, Johnny Gomes, uh, Shane Victorino, Mike Napoli, Ryan Dempster, you know, yada, 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 right? They signed them all those guys and they won the World Series, which was probably the worst thing I think that could have happened to them at that point because they're still in a rebuild. But look, yeah. I, I think it goes to show that championships are champ- it's time the, the, the quote unquote rebuild right now is over. And they want someone who not maybe not necessarily a Dave Dombrowski voice, but someone but someone on someone who has that reputation. But yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what type of voice they bring in because I could see them bringing in someone like Dave Dombrowski. I could also see them trying to go for another nerd. That's mm-hmm. what worries me. Like, wh- what what's their what's their direction? If it's to get another nerd, then what the hell are we doing? Yeah. Uh, okay. Look, I want someone who's oh. going to identify the prospects in the minor leagues and trade the suspects. It's all about balance, really. It's all about balance. It's a guy who can get a bit of both sides, like with anything, because I feel like. You need both. You need a guy who can develop from within. Developing from within is very important. Any organization, especially baseball, where you have an entire underground farm system. and But you need to be able to identify the talent at the major league level because at the end of the day, that's the most important and that's what everybody cares about. It, that's what's it, getting assessed at the end so, of the day. Exactly. So, I mean, not, and not and I feel well. like we gotta we got to pull ourselves a bit more to the direction of Maybe of a Dombrowski, because like again, I feel like just getting another nerd, complete nerd, like what are we doing here? We need a guy who has a bit more of a balance, maybe leans a bit more and um on in terms of Dombrowski. And that I definitely think is the voice that we need. Like and also I'm curious, what even is our GM situation? Is it just some type of title for like a bunch of other guys that we don't know like last time? Because I think I remember when Dombrowski got fired, like it was just like some weird group of part of the organization that was yeah. the GM, but obviously doing nothing. Do you have I mean, any right idea now, right, who right our now. GM is right now? Right, right now, there's no G. Because uh, remember, Heimblum was the president of baseball operations, not the GM. That was, but that's basically uh, Boh. Boh. Boh also got fired. What's so, wait, who's B- Boh? Brian O'Halloran. Oh, was he the assistant? He, he does nothing. He's, he does nothing. Okay. No. Okay. He got he got fired. He I mean, got offered. Why don't he got offered another position? Yeah, he, okay. he got offered, and it's we don't know whether he accepted the role or not yet. But th- we have no GM or no president of baseball ops right now. Mm-hmm. That that's completely vacant. Yeah. We, I want we, them also to get rid of Cora personally. Yeah. Cora's done. Cora's a great. He's a great players manager. He's done great things for us. He won the World Series in eighteen, but I think it's time we move on. I really yeah, do. yeah, I mean, again, this is what you said about getting a new coaching staff. It's a thought I've had for a while. I think we need a whole new regime. I, I really do because just some some of the flaws and the constant blunders on this te- with this team on the bases and the defense, it, it just really comes down to coaching, and I feel like we need a whole new setup for that. So, yeah, I definitely think if Heim Bloom's going to go, and then – I definitely think that whoever steps in for him should decide who manages. And 
Absolutely. I think it's a mistake if, if the ownership tells him who the manager is. I think it's a huge mistake. It would it yeah. proved to be a big mistake under high. Unless even if the guy wants Cora, even if the guy is like, I want Cora, that's great. Fine. But at least replace the coaching staff around him. Yeah. That's what well, that's what the Yankees did with Boone. They replaced everyone around him because they had confidence in Boone. That 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 didn't work. Yeah. But but yeah. But yeah, definitely at the very least a new coaching staff because there are the glaring issues just keep coming up over and over again. I feel like I feel like if you thought that the three game winning streak against the Royals got you to say, ooh, the Red Sox are back, that loss of in the second game of the racers. That keep in mind that's the only game where I've even watched the highlights of. That's how not worth watching the Red oh, Sox. Terrible. Like, yeah, I watched the highlights. I wanted to throw my computer out the window. Just the amount of stupid things that happened. They hit two guys with the bases loaded. Then they kind of pulled a comeback out of their ass because that that's what they tend to always typical do. Typical Red Sox Stop. bullshit. Yep, typical Red Sox bullshit. And then, yeah, both. And then it came became an unwatchable game where both teams were trying to lose. Then they took the lead, and then they gave up a three-run home run in the bottom of the end. I even said, I'm like, yeah, Lau's probably going to end this fast. game. I and even said, I'm like, wow, game. this is typical Red Sox bullshit. I'm like, God damn it. I like that. Because remember, they were they were somehow only four games back of the third Yeah, again, an- another like, thing, somehow, the Bluminati. Like, somehow. Sorry. Yeah. Another, yeah, the, um, the Bluminati, that's probably more fodder for the Bluminati to say, yes. oh, the Red Sox are back because, you know, they're only four games back. Yeah. But And I want to say yeah. a, a general disclaimer here that, like, mm-hmm. I have nothing personally against Heimblum. Heimblum, you know, I've been reading articles about him. He's a great guy. You know, yeah. he cares for his players. He wants to just Jewish, Jewish, so that's nice. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow's what Rosh Hashanah, yeah, something like that. But um, yeah, he's a he's a great guy, and you know, he cares for his players. Seems like you know he cared. He like stayed after and helped like get trash. You know, he shows he cares for this team, and I wish him nothing but the best in the future. And hopefully, he gets a job with some other team as their president of baseball operations. His philosophy is good but not good for Boston. That's what I'll say. It's good no. for a small market team, finding the diamonds in the rough, finding yeah. another man's trash is another man's treasure, you know, turning those guys into getting the maximum value out of some players. You know, for a small market team, that's a decent philosophy, not yeah. for the Boston Red Sox where you're expected to win all the time and where you're expected to spend money, which wasn't the case when Bloom. I mean, other than what? Devers, Devers, that they were constantly lowballing him. Then ownership's like, dude, you got to get up. Yeah, uh, I don't know about his philosophy. I do kind of get it, but it's, I guess, it's good. But I think it's a little too stubborn and kind of stuck in his own ways and not sort of willing to adjust. I think that's another. I think that's kind of another issue with his philosophy that I tend to have because he's always hoarding prospects, always kind of making the same type of moves over and over again, and. Yeah, it just maybe it can work when you have a team that's deep into rebuilding and it's in a small market, but it's not sustainable. And it just especially in Boston, when when they kind of have the pieces in some areas, they got a good hitting core and there's been some development. You just can't have a guy who just can't really make a big move to save his life. Right. I mean, that, now we're having gotta, reports. It just doesn't work and you got to get rid of, rid of him, which I'm right. glad they we have, a, I mean, there have been reports coming out. I'll list you, a, I'll name a couple. 
uh, an un uh how do I say it? An unspecified team, a random team was an unnamed team wanted to take on the Chris Sale contract and give the Red Sox prospects. And Hein Bloom said no because he didn't like the prospects coming back. Another report, the Red Sox would have traded Verdugo for Clark Schmidt of the Yankees, but Bloom said no. Uh, I mean, that, that Verdugo one pisses me off a little bit. I, I think it does. If it's true, but I have a hard time thinking that's true because the Yankees are going to have all the leverage and there's no way they would have offered Clark Schmidt. There's just no way. There's just yeah. no way. Because the Red Sox had to have been shopping Verdugo. There's just no way because Yankees have all the leverage there. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unless the Yankees are as stupid as I think they might be. Mm-hmm. They're not stupid to say we're going to give you a star, a young developing starter with term, with years. Yeah. For yeah, a, right. that, that, that one and a half year rental. But it, yeah. That, I that, have a hard time but, figuring that out. Yeah. But if it's true, that would piss me off because that's exactly what we need. And Verdugo, I think, should be traded. But you're right. Like, now that you've brought up the fact that we are at such an advantage and yeah, the Yankees are, have all the leverage and are proceeding to give it to us, it makes no sense for that to be true. Yeah. I mean, I'm just assuming the Yankees had the leverage. Well, why would the Red Sox have the leverage? Yeah. And that, 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 that's what, that's what mm-hmm. confuses me. But anyways, other topics. I don't know. What, what is this team? The, the team's out. Team has we're, had we're going to do a grading game video later. Three. Sorry, what was that? We're, I said we're definitely doing a grading episode. We, we do that every year. We've done that yeah. every year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do that. Uh, yeah. um, after the season's over, I'm starting to create my doc because I already have grades for players. I think, honestly, we could do it right now. Like, I'm, I'm just going to be real with you, Nate. Probably right now, maybe really? one or two players yet to be seen. Like, I want to see if Yoshida makes it above 300. Yeah. But how- other than that. What what are sort of the streaks with everyone? Like who's hot and who's cold? Because again, like it's it's been a while. Tristan Costas, anyone that's on a big in a big slump or on a big hot streak right now? Duvall, Duvall's in a major slump. Really? Apparently, yeah. He was like coming into game one of the doubleheader. He was like oh for his last seventeen with fourteen strikeouts. Oh, okay, eh, it doesn't. So he's very hot and cold. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll talk off season for a little bit for the yeah. amount of time we have. Basically, no, I just want to say that they've lost five in a row and four in a row in this terrible stretch. Yeah, this is this is kind of the worst they've played all season in you know the in this in a stretch of games this big. In a stretch of at least eighteen games, I definitely you can argue June. Worst. You can argue June was arguably like just as bad because look, mm, I look no. back at the winnable games. I go back to the well, winnable games and here's I say, why I think here's why I think this streak's better because I don't think they've had something to they haven't had this any bullshit streak that they've pulled out of their ass to even it out. All right. It's just they've been losing games and losing ground and not getting any of it back. All right. That that's correct. why I think this is worse. All right. They I think on August 26th, before August 26th, the Red Sox were seven games on August 26th. The Red Sox were eight games above 500. Now they're one game above 500 and are seven and a half back. And and they haven't and they've had a five game losing streak and a four game losing streak. And their longest winning streak has been three. And they've won a grand total of one series. So I think and it's it, the worst. 
And it goes to show you that doing nothing at the deadline makes an impact. I know. Yeah. Look, moving and keep forward, in mind another thing. A... Another thing. They lost three out of four at home to the Yankees, a team that they've dominated all year. It goes to show that. Yeah, this is the battle for four, it's the battle for fourth place. But like, still, I'm I I will give. It was kind of a bullshit series too because, why well, all the games, every game yes. being played, it was a doubleheader. Both yeah, they times. were both being played. That's not an excuse. Want to know what? That's not an excuse, right? They're they're a lot like armpits. Everyone has them, and they all stink. All right, quote to live by. Right, and it goes to show doing nothing at the deadline and relying on injured guys. All the all the guys who came back, did they really make an impact? Like Trevor yeah. Story, cool defensive, cool. You you really weren't going to do much. No, like, okay, he's he has not, not been not hitting. hitting. Okay, no, yeah, he's going to stink hitting. Um, what? Let's see, Tanner yeah. Houck, mid. Yeah. Whitlock sucks. Whitlock's been bad. Like Whitlock, the- Whitlock, Whitlock screwed. Man, I really hope he can return. We Daniel barded him. We tried him as a starter. No. Yeah. I want him back as uh, a bullpen piece. Um, yeah. Who else? Who else was coming back from injury? Sale sucks. Oh yeah, I mean, well, there's no excuses. Field, excuse. Like, has, there hasn't been another. I okay. Has he come out of a start due to injury? I'm just curious. Has he come out of a start due to injury? Okay. No, but they skipped over his start. Well, of course they did. Because uh, his, his velocity is significantly yep, down. Yep, yep. It's always something with him. He's never 100%. I, I mean, he's never. Kenley Jansen, too. No. All, oh, Kenley Jansen. What's wrong with him? Oh, he got COVID. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This no. Team. Oh, yeah. After. So, you know, Bernardino. Let me let me yeah. get up some stats. Our Lord and Savior. How's Our he? Lord and Savior, Brennan Bernardino. Well, I'm going to get up some stats. Hold on. It's crazy because he gave up a grand slam to Aaron Judge. Wait, was that last night? Because I heard yes. something about a grand slam because they were yeah, up. So the Red he, Sox were up, he, but then they were down five three. Right. Hold on a minute. Brennan, no wrong player. Uh, Brennan Bernardino. Let's see. He had like an ERA. Coming into yesterday's game, he had like an ERA of like 260. Now it's in the 350s. Shit. Okay. After giving up a grand He's slam. Been bad. He's been bad. I feel like a lot of guys have not been playing well. Is there anyone who's been hot? Anyone. Chris Martin. He's been unreal. What about hitters? Any hitters? hitters? I don't really know. No. Raphael has been hitting, but okay, he has no approach. He just swings at everything. Uh, yeah. That's what that... <laughs> You can look at his numbers. He doesn't strike. Or he, I don't know. He doesn't strike out. He doesn't walk either. He does not yeah. walk. He's mm-hmm. walked like yeah. once. All year, all year, his on base percentage I've thought has been too low, and he needs to get that up. But, yeah, but I like agree. overall, a good season. Definitely, I mean, one of the best all around seasons offensively for the Red Sox. Which again, it's the offense. I've been looking at the stats. It's still pretty solid. They're in the top ten. In just about any category, offensive category you can think of. So, yeah, I mean, again, it remains the pitching that's an issue. It remains the defense that's an issue. It remains the fundamentals that's an issue. And I feel like a broken record here saying that those are the issues with the team and they're still hitting. So, again, all the more reason to get a new regime, get a new coaching staff and new voice, new new voice and like have the GM do what he wants. Like and have a bit more autonomy. 
Right. I I this is going to be an interesting off season. I thought with Bloom, we were just probably going to get one starter on the ten million dollar, a one year ten million dollar box of Cracker Jacks and a half eaten ham sandwich, as Al Rubenstein would say. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, that's awesome! Oh yeah, I, yeah. I call it the ten million dollars special. Yeah, uh, that's actually what bastards of Boston baseball say. But anyways, you know that's off topic. Um, anything you want to say? We got to wrap up here because Zoom is yeah. awesome and only lets us record for forty minutes. Okay, so. but yeah, I think like yeah, I think I think Heim Bloom is a good start, and getting rid of him is a good start, step in the right direction. Let's keep that up. Let's. Keep going. Let's let's double down here. Let's not like like let's not be caught in between because I feel like that's all what they've been doing lately. Just as an exor- organization, kind of little directionless. Get get some new guys. Really get that new voice because I think this team has potential. And let's go from here. And I don't know. Maybe have a little fun towards the end of the season. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but you know, like we always say, Nate, go socks. Go socks.